Thunder. Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports, have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. Hello, welcome into a Monday edition of Sports Scene. You're listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF. I'm Steve Russell. Time to eat some lunch and talk some sports We will talk about Florida-Tennessee, look ahead to Florida-Mississippi State. But first of all, we're going to bring in, as we we do every Monday, the head ball coach. Steve Spurrier is going to join us, talk about his thoughts on Florida-Tennessee, where this team is at. And uh, we didn't get a chance to talk to him because his new football team he's coaching now has uh, a nickname we'll talk to him about. Uh, Steve, welcome. Uh, boy, I, I tell you what, anytime you knock off Tennessee, you get to beat them in Knoxville, you score the most points you ever scored against them, I, I don't care how you measure it. To me, that's a pretty good win. Do you agree? Oh, yeah, it's an excellent, excellent win. And I think I read or heard we have beaten those guys uh, 13 out of 14 years, something like that. Uh, it, it, it's been amazing because we've won a whole bunch of one-point games or – this, that, and the other. Really, really good to see Tyree Cleveland get a touchdown in the fourth quarter. Uh, you know, here's a guy that just, for whatever reason, hadn't had a bunch of passes come his way much yet this year. Uh, he's a guy that caught the one to beat LSU, caught the one to beat Tennessee last year. And But instead of pouting about not getting passes, Steve, you know, he volunteered to get on the punt cover team. He's the one that caught uh, Tommy Townsend's punt on the one-yard line that led to safety. So it's good to see, uh, you know, players contribute to the success of the team. And and it was a total team victory up there. Uh, the defense was outstanding. Todd Grantham probably had his best game as a D coordinator. His calls were it's almost as if we knew what they were doing. And uh, his blitzes had a guy coming free at the quarterback about every time. So it was a total team victory. and. Hopefully we can carry that to Mississippi State. Coach, when you look at this game, I obviously don't want to take anything away from the Gators. I thought they played extremely hard, played with a lot of passion. But from a Tennessee standpoint, uh, I mean, that program is is in shambles right now, and it's going to take some time to build it back. Was that one of the worst Tennessee teams you've seen in quite some time? Well, they played the worst, I think. Right. <laughs> About any Tennessee team that we've seen in a long time because they they had ten, six turnovers, I guess, and, and really our – Touchdown drives uh, started at about that 10-yard line and inside a bunch of times. So, uh, yeah, they didn't give themselves much of a chance the way they uh, turned it over. But, you know, give give our defensive guys credit. We were hitting the quarterback, and uh, we sort of uh, made plays all over, got hit hit the guys, caused fumbles and so forth. But, yeah, Tennessee, uh, uh, who knows what's going to happen to them. We don't need to worry about them for next year at this time. <laughs> Steve, you know, if you look at uh, Franks in the game, I, I, I know people kind of nitpick his performance, and I totally understand it because he's still a work in progress, but, you know, didn't turn the ball over, had some touchdown passes. Do you think he's making progress? Uh, yeah, Steve, he is. He's making progress. And, uh, you know, like, like you said, he didn't turn it over. Uh, I think we attempted, was it 19, something like that. And that, that worked. That might be the type of team we need to be. Let's throw around 20 times. Let's try to run 40 to 50 or something. Uh, uh, well, at least 40, maybe 45 times, and throw 20. 
and Flip Fink can run with it also. You know, he had a touchdown run there on a little power play with a lead blocker. And uh, that, might, that might be what we do best is uh, not throw too much, uh, but throw effectively. And uh, the receivers are very good, Steve. And, you know, I said after that Kentucky thing, we got ball players. Uh, we just are starting to maybe uh, show our potential. Uh, so I think, you know, there's there's a lot of life now that Kentucky obviously won big against Mississippi State. And maybe we didn't play our best against a real good Kentucky team. And uh, we're, we're in position for a big year if we can, you know, keep playing the way we did up in Rocky Top. Steve, I want to ask you, you, you kind of mentioned this about the receivers. And, you know, Freddie Swain comes to mind. Here's a guy, you know, first couple of years in the program, didn't do a whole lot. And now... You know, he seems to be a playmaker, punt returns, catching the football. When you were coaching, you know, did you have some players like that sometimes who, you know, maybe at the beginning didn't do a whole lot but then kind of came on later in their in their careers? Well, certainly we, we had players that uh, maybe had to wait their turn. Yeah. Uh, like Travis McGriff. I mean, Travis, he got stuck behind three All-Americans. <laughs> right. I kill you, Reed L. Anthony and Jacques Green. Uh, and then when his turn finally came, uh, he set the season record for receiving yards, and it still holds up. So uh, sometimes you just got to wait your turn. But, yeah, Freddie Swain, he, he looks like a Jacquez, I kill you type player. Uh, I don't know if he's going to get as many passes coming his way as those guys did. But uh, his punt return, and, and, and these guys, uh, you know, whatever I can do to help the team attitude, I think will really maybe carry this team to a big year. Uh, I want to talk about your team, Steve, because uh, after we had you on Monday, I think it was the next day, you guys got a, a nickname and you guys got uh, team colors. Of, that's right. Yeah, it was uh, neat going down there and launching uh, our mission of uh, the Orlando Apollos. Obviously, it's a tribute to the Space Center and uh, the wonderful work they do over Cape Canaveral, Kennedy Space Center, and so forth. And most of the uh, Teams in the alliance are doing that. Uh, Memphis, uh, their nickname's the Express. Uh, Federal Express, you know, is in Memphis. Uh, Birmingham is the Iron. Uh, obviously, it's the Iron City there in Birmingham. Uh, let's see, Atlanta. What was it? They're the Legends, Anybody Coach. Written down there? The Legends. Uh, legends, yeah. I don't know where they got that. Maybe the Hall of Fame's <laughs> there. Something like that. Yeah, that's it. Uh, the College Hall of Fame is in Atlanta now, so a bunch of legends there. But, uh, yeah, the, the nicknames will go pretty much with the uh, city and area that they're located. Steve, I guess uh, I, I'm just curious about this. You know, I know you're zeroed in on, on Florida's football season, but when do you really start in earnest doing uh, work and preparatory work for your season? Yeah, well, we've got a general manager, Tim Ruskell. In fact, his son, Jack's walk-on quarterback here at Florida. So, uh He's been signing players. We've probably signed 45 to 50 players that were available, and that, of course, would be what comprises all the teams, uh, professional football players that are not with an NFL team. So uh, we've got a bunch of guys signed, but we won't really start practicing until the entire month of January. Uh, the entire month, we've got about four weeks, and then <clears throat> I think the first game is February 9. So that's, that's plenty of time to put a team together, and uh, see what we got. Final question, Steve. You mentioned about the Gator defense and how well it played. 
Um, do you think David Reese's return at linebacker helped that guy? With it's a veteran, <laughs> can can do some things. You think that was part of the reason why the defense was no, better? Certainly. Oh, certainly. He and C.C. Jefferson and guys that didn't play early. Uh, seems like, yeah, we are, we are gaining strength. And, uh, and the defensive coach, I'll tell you another coach that had a heck of a game who's having a heck of a season that doesn't get any publicity out there is uh, Knox, uh, running back coach and special team coordinator. Mm-hmm. Uh, Greg Knox, is, uh, uh, he does a fantastic job with those guys. And Tommy Townsend, the punter. Uh, Tommy's he's as good as his brother right now. And uh, punting, uh, you know, we never talked about punting a lot when we were here, although Shane Edge had some, had some really good games for us early. But, uh, you know, punting the ball and playing defense, uh, you can win that way also. And uh, we're, we're pretty good at both those right now. Coach, uh, we always appreciate you being here with us on Mondays. Thanks for taking the time. Okay, Steve. I see Shane. All right, got it, Coach. Thank you. Coach, thank you. You got it. The head ball coach, Steve Spurrier. You got to call him the head beer coach next time. That, oh, my gosh. Yeah. They, that that those, commercial those, ran a couple <laughs> of times. And, matter of fact, uh, somebody's watching it with me. Is that Coach Spurrier? Yeah, that's him. Head, uh, head beer coach. Yep. Uh, anyway, Steve uh, joining us here, courtesy of Lake Area Metal Solutions, uh, premium metal products, and uh, – for customer satisfaction, they are second to none. All right, uh, Shane and I will open the phone lines. Jake will produce today, uh, 392-8255. You can email the program, srussell at wruf.com. By the way, uh, Damian Pierce named the SEC Freshman of the Week uh, after his uh, 63 yards on seven carries. He can I've, Even I can do math. That's nine yards a pop. So he's the SEC Freshman of the Week. 12-13, time check brought to you by Hayes Prestige Jewelry, where the answer is always just Dan Mullen's presser at 1. Call us up. Talk some sports here on Sports Scene. 